So, Jellyman, how do you feel about hypotheticals? Hypotheticals? What kind of hypotheticals? Hypothetically speaking, how do you feel about hypothetical questions? Hypothetically, Russell, I feel good, hypothetically speaking. Well, hypothetically speaking, I'm very happy for you. So, I have one for you that uh, we can hopefully, don't call this a psychology session, but think about it as just like, you know, you're laying down on a couch and I have a notepad and I'm taking notes and occasionally I'm going, hmm, hmm, interesting. Let's go on. That's just terrifying, that is. (laughs) The couch is comfortable, please. You know, you you paid for your session. It's all good. So here's one for you. Let's pretend you'd never entered the, the field of IT. What do you think you'd be doing like right now instead? Probably working in like television or maybe radio. Maybe even Ooh. doing podcasts, actually. For a living. Mm, possibly. So how, I mean, how do you see that? Because obviously 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you, you left some kind of um, educational institute and then you went to work. I mean, there probably wasn't podcasting back then. Like, how would you have started? All right. So when I left home, which was around 2004, I left to go to, you know, to a, what, like a university, not really university. It's the Australian version of Community College, which is here in Canberra is called CIT. Uh, and in like New South Wales area is called like TAFE. But yeah. Anyways. Oh, yeah, we have TAFE in South Australia. So I went to like essentially that to study what was uh, my my degree for, I guess, is what it was, uh, was media production. So that's not so much like the kind of web side of things, but it was to do like television and and radio and photography and journalism and that sort of thing. A bit of film in there it was just basically kind of a catch-all degree to kind of prepare you for essentially television or radio if you wanted to do either of those things. So I reckon that's probably what I would be doing, which is weird because that's kind of what I do a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, I don't get paid for it on a regular basis. Hmm. Interesting. Sorry, just making a few notes here. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> had had you got into this field, do you think your life would be like much different to what it is now? Like, would it be better? Would it be worse? Like, what would be better? What would be worse? I don't know how different it would be, other than the fact that I probably wouldn't be working for myself. I mean, I got into doing podcasts because, well, I, you know, I would, I had you know, topics that I felt that I, uh, you know, wanted to discuss with people. But if I wasn't into software development, I don't think, I don't really know that I'd be doing it. Like, I don't think I would have ever done Mobile Couch for starters. Maybe I would have still done Jelly and Bean, which, you know, it was, I guess it was like a movie television type thing on the kind of fan side. But uh, like, I don't necessarily know that I probably wouldn't be working from home. I probably wouldn't be working for myself. Like, I'd probably still be working at, you know, I don't know, some local television station or radio station or something and, you know, doing camera work or whatever. I don't know what I would be doing. I don't know that it would be, like, that bad either. Like, it just would be, like, I'd just be in a job, which is kind of, you know. So, I guess this is the, this is the interesting thing when you talk about jobs and professions and, you know, if if you go somewhere for, like, 40 hours a week, does that? Does that kind of shape who you are? Like, do you think you'd actually be a different person? Like if Jelly, the independent developer as of today, and Jelly, the person who, I don't know, works camera at a a TV place, would they be two completely different people? Would they be slightly different people? What do you think? 
they'd probably a little be be a lot different in a lot of different ways. Being a software developer has kind of, I guess, it changes your changes your mindset a little bit. I don't know if you would kind of get this feeling at all. When you work on software development, you kind of start to take a bit of a to take kind of think about things in a way that's very kind of detailed and almost kind of mechanical because you have to think about well you know in order to make this thing work i've got to do this and this and this and this and i've got the right code and write the code like this and uh, i guess that kind of starts to leak out into your regular life and i i mean i do that all the time and uh in in real life so i guess you know i, I probably wouldn't have that quite so much I'd probably do it be doing more, you know, visual based work because that's what I was doing before I became a, a developer. So, you know, I would do a lot more illustration than what I kind of do now. It's a hard it's, these are hard questions because I don't like it's there's no there is no given answer, but I feel like I would probably be a little bit different, but I don't think I would be massively different. It's not like being in the you know, being in my job is what, you know, makes me me it just kind of you know it defines a small part of me not not a large part of me yeah but i mean you, you do do it for like a lot of the week you think about like how many hours a day do you spend sleeping like seven eight, yeah six and a half maybe maybe somewhere between six and seven probably all right so if you scrub that bit of your day out now you're left with let's say 16 hours and for half of those you actually go to work like, you know, when you're actually working a job. I mean, it's a bit different now that you're at home, but you probably still put in that amount of time into what you're doing. You don't reckon that oh, oh, shapes least. you in a big way? I think it shapes me in a... Like, I think it shapes me, but I don't necessarily think that it shapes me in a big way. The The things that I'm interested in are partially kind of driven by that. There are people that I know in real life. I mean, I probably wouldn't know you, for starters, if I... Uh, and we we could toss up and have a de- big argument as to whether or not that's a good thing. <laughs> but the, you know, there are people that would be in- a net loss, surely. <sighs> well, you never know. But there are people in my <laughs> life that I wouldn't like. I would not know because I would never have had the opportunity to meet them. And that's you know that that would obviously be, uh, you know, be a big inf that like they've been an influence on my life over the past you know few years. But that, you know, that said, I, there there is still a lot of me, like, you know, much of my life was lived prior to, you know, becoming a, you know, full-blown software engineer uh, or, you know, even beginning to kind of, you know, move into that realm. And, you know, the things that I'm interested in, things like movies and comics and toys and other things, they're, they're things that I, like, they have no... Like they have no bearing on whether I'm a software developer or not. I just, you know, the things that I enjoy outside of that. And I think, you know, the things that I kind of do for fun as opposed to do for work, which I guess software development is kind of fun, but it's not the only fun thing. I feel like, you know, those things, the fun things, you know, the the things that I do, you know, I do personally are more the things that, you know, define, define who I am, define, you know, jelly. Yeah, I don't know. See, I think we've finally, after all these episodes, um, we found something that we disagree on because I disagree completely. Really? Yeah. I think you'd be insanely surprised just how much like what you do for a job actually influences who you are. And it's, it's. I don't think it's an instantaneous thing. I don't think you, you know, you finish a university degree or a, a TAFE, you know, diploma or whatever, and suddenly you're like, oh, I'm a software developer. And therefore, suddenly my entire life changes. But I think gradually... You know, over the years, the the people you work with, the kind of work that you do, it actually, I think it shapes in a big way, like who you are. 
Like I, I think that's almost it's unavoidable. And I think if you don't see it happening, then maybe it's just you know it, it's invisible. But I reckon here's my prediction: if we had if we try and find this other jelly who you know became a a camera person or you know worked on comics or did something like that, I reckon he'd be insanely different to you. And I, I don't think I think you'd still have some things in common. Like you might have you know some interests, but I think all those different life experiences they really add up. You know, it's the sum of all these things when you put them together. Suddenly, you know, you're a different person. Mm. That's that's my feeling anyway. So what about you? What would you be doing if you had never got into software development? See, I, I thought about this. Now that your time's up and you have to pay me for the session afterwards, you can flip it around. I think I'd be doing one or two things. And I think the most likely one would probably be school teaching of all things, which okay. I find really weird. But when I was in high school and, you know, later on at university and stuff, I always had this interest in teaching and I don't know what it was. There was just something, you know, interesting about the fact that you could get up, you know, in front of a, a group of kids and, and teach them something that they could then take, you know, into into their life. And I also I found it really cool how as I went through school, you know, there was one or two teachers who I still remember to this day because they made such like a big influence on my life. And I, for a while I was thinking, you know, that, that'd be really cool. You know, you could get in there, you could inspire, inspire maybe like high school kids, probably not primary school kids are a bit young but maybe like high school kids you know you could really kind of make a difference in their lives <laughs> and it's funny like I've I've bumped into a lot of teachers since you know obviously my kids are now in primary school and I, I meet people from time to time that are school teachers and I'm kind of half sad but half happy that I didn't go into that profession because I mean one in Australia you know teachers don't get paid very well so I'd be earning like way less money yep and two it seems really tiring like you do it you know, week in, week out. And it feels like the first few years you've got a lot of energy and you've, you know, you want to inspire, you know, kids and all this other stuff. It feels like you look at some of these people 10 years later and it's not universally true, but a lot of them I, I meet seem a bit kind of burnt out. You know, they've, they're, they're working inside the system where they don't get, you know, full control over what they teach and what they get to do. And there's all these different factors, you know, around them. And, you know, there's this yearly cycle of them doing the same thing every year. And it feels like, I don't know, it feels like after a while that, that wears on you and I think I think for me like if I if I was to meet this Russell that had become a teacher you know I'd like to think he'd be you know really motivated and he'd be excited about how many kids you know he's he's inspired and whatever else but I think really he'd probably be not depressed but a little bit sad you know he's probably been doing the same thing you know for so many years he's probably seen so like so many apathetic kids so many like annoying parents so many different things where the systems kind of kick back against what he was doing I reckon I don't reckon he'd be the same person I reckon he'd be a lot more sort of I don't know just more down and maybe maybe he'd treat his job as a lot more of a job you know he goes there nine to five and then he goes home and does something you know completely different so that's interesting then like you're talking about a job as in the kind of repercussions that it just has on your everyday life so you know you work long days and you get tired you you know you feel like you're, uh, you know, slogging away in a system that doesn't really, you know, uh, that doesn't really appreciate you, and you therefore get downtrodden. So, I mean, I guess that, I guess that would kind of be true. I, I think maybe the difference between the two of us is that even if, even if I wasn't going to go into software development, maybe it was, it's that I'm, go, I would go into something creative. And so I'd still be able to, you know, express that creativity as opposed to, you know, teaching, which I'm terrible at, mind you. <laughs> so do you think that could be a difference? Like, do you think there's a difference in like whether the job, prof like the profession that you take on is like, you know, allowed for creative output or if, you know, the job is something slightly less creative? Yeah, I mean, I think that makes a huge difference. And I think it also, 
maybe even more importantly than that, like I found in my career, it's actually, it's almost more important to work somewhere where you have creative control. Like it's not, is your job creative or not? Because I mean, teaching is, you know, a creative job. You get to to do all these different things with the kids. You get to come up with activities. It's not like there's no creativity involved, but I think a lot of the times what's missing is the kind of control aspect of it. Like you kind of feel like you're this, you know, little cog in a big system and you can't really go too far out of the defined parameters. Otherwise, you know, you get, you get fired, you lose your job. Whereas I feel like as I've kind of expanded my IT career, like I have a lot more control over what I do day to day. You know, if I want to do this or I want to go in a particular direction, you know, I have the freedom to do that. You know, I have the freedom to to do good things and bad things, I guess. And yeah, that's interesting if you think about it. Let's say I had you know, some kind of teaching job where I had complete freedom over everything. Like, would I be just as happy? You know, maybe, maybe. Like, it's it's hard to say if that's the, the only part of it. But I think for me as well, I feel like, you know, you can make that joke that people say, you know, I didn't choose the, the thug life. Thug life kind of chose me. And I feel like that's what it's like with me in IT. Like, from yeah. a very young age, I was always interested in this stuff. You know, I was always you know, playing with computers and things like that. I almost feel like this was almost inevitable. Like, if even if there was no... Um, you know, software engineering as a profession, I would have ended up in, you know, some other field that, you know, works somehow with computers. It almost felt felt like, you know, from a very young age, that's always where, where things were headed. I don't know if you, you had the same thing. I, I think that, yeah, pro- probably. I would play with, like, my dad's computer uh, as a kid. I'd play with things like... Um, QBasic and stuff. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like just trying to you know build tiny little programs and not really understanding what I was doing fully and trying to do. <laughs> Did things. you ever have those? Um, you'd get a. I think it's on the Commodore sixty four. You get a magazine and you type out like an entire game and then you have to try and play it. Uh, so I I used to like look at other QBasic programs. I don't know where I got them from. I I think they may have come with the computer or something like that. But I'd look at other compute QBasic programs and try and figure out what they were doing and then try and write my own. So I did try at least a few times to write a decent uh, adventure, like a text adventure game and completely failed because that takes a lot of effort and a lot of um, dedication, I guess. But uh, I, yeah, I think you're right. I did kind of, you know, I, I think that I was kind of almost destined for being in software development because it's just, it's something that has kind of, weaved itself in and out throughout my life so that like if if you were to kind of start at the beginning of like when I first got interested in computers and you know started moving me off in a different direction uh, like that would be a very early age like it would be it would be at least before I was 10. Yeah yeah that's interesting and I, I guess the other part that we seem to be slightly different on is for me what I do is like a massive part of myself like you know, when you're a teenager or whatever, you tend to identify with the, you know, if you put posters up in your room or how you dress or, you know, who your kind of idols are and who you admire. I, I feel like as you get older, like you, like for me at least, I identify with, with what I do for a job. You know, that's, you go to, into a social situation and what's the first thing people often ask you? You know, oh, hey, like, how's it going? Like, good to meet you. What do you do for a job? That tends to be like, you know, one of the ice breaking, you know, get to know you questions. And I don't think that's, that's a coincidence. I think that for a lot of people, you know, what they do day to day defines who they are. And I, yep. I think I'm definitely like that. Like I think if I if I didn't work every day, if I did something different, like I think that would that would completely not completely, but I think it would change a lot of my personality. You know, it would change so many things about me. I but you sound like you're you don't feel like that. 
No, I don't think I do feel like that. And it's I've I've always said that my dream job would not necessarily be a particular, you know, not a particular profession or anything like that. It would just be the ability to do whatever I wanted to do, which doesn't sound like a, you know, an actual decent job, but it, like I guess in the kind of situation that I am now where I'm at home with the freedom to choose and make my own decisions about where I go, that is kind of my dream job. But at the same time, it's not limited to, you know, the IT world. It's not limited to making apps. I could, you know, quite feasibly sit down for a couple of months and write a book or write some comics or something like that. Um, And, you know, whether or not that would be successful is a whole completely other story. But at the same time, I think I'm not necessarily defined by the programming or app developer part of my my current you know situation i feel like i'm more i feel like i'm more open-ended than that and i guess that like i guess that's kind of that's kind of why i don't feel like if i'd never gotten into it i wouldn't be the same because i'd still be like even though i wouldn't have gotten into it i'd still be wanting that for myself that 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 started very early on you know before i even knew what a computer was and i think that i'd still be wanting that i'd still be i'd be trying to make my own movies i'd be trying to you know express myself in other diff- other ways it's just that because of the way that um it works it's uh, that that's kind of where i've ended up doing quite a lot of my expressing for lack of a better word <laughs> yes all the uh, new mums just had a good laugh at that <laughs> okay not gonna ask oh if you need to ask then you probably don't to ask no that's the wrong <laughs> wording for that if i need to ask i probably <laughs> don't want to ask yeah yes if you need to ask if you don't know you probably don't want to know i think is what i was trying to say yep so okay okay let's pretend that you um we're going to make a comic i have an amazing title for your comic <laughs> and it should be the title you use on the first one do, do you want to hear it what is it I, no i just want to i want to prep you you got to be in the mood it's okay. amazing yep it's the best title anyone's ever put on a comic and i think you know people say oh you can't judge a book by its cover but i think if you were to put this on the cover of your comic my goodness could people judge it on the cover are you ready i'm ready it's titled boom i see what you did there 